From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Bill George. Here we go, the Big and Wild Outdoors, Braden Gunn, Carlos Lopez, the Cuban Redneck, uh, Bill George, Justin. Hey, you love uh, Producer Justin is, uh, came in to visit today, as well as uh, Diego doing his job. And we're all here live in the studio today, hanging out with you via the radio. You left out number one co-host, man. Vince isn't here. No, so, uh, no, be it. What the, BS Big Sugar's sure not part. Yeah. He moved him. I moved him. To, <laughs> I moved him to number two. You moved him. Poor Mike is number three because he's so green. He's a rookie still, man. Oh, I, I got you. I, I like Mike. In the rotation. I like Mike, but he's. I, I'm sorry, man. I got to put Vince in front of him. I, I turned Justin around. Justin knows. Justin knows. Yeah, sure. He knows. I turned around. I actually oh, I went <laughs> on Monday and did the podcast with Vince. That should be interesting. So. You did a uh, did, uh, podcast two. with Vince uh, yeah, on his little deal. Like yeah, podcast. Four, four were, you, were you talking to your? Uh, were you talking about your uh, fishing <laughs> adventures with the FWC? On uh, yes, I, I had a little bit of that on there. Oh, that's good. FCC so. was one of them, Justin. <laughs> that's a good one. I get in there and get her done. Uh, by the way, I've I, never I, seen before. I was on. They had the lady that runs a corner store where the squirrel hunt was on. Uh huh. I, I tell you, they were they were a hoot. I, the, the, Vince's co-host Erica could not even hardly swallow. Her mind was just. They were talking about some of the stuff that she carries in that store, and it just made her mind. You know, they were the heebie-jeebies. You know who was a hoot? That Joe Wilson guy that called in with that other uh, squirrel event that's going on that wanted to do the oh. the, the 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 squirrel cook-off. The yeah, world yeah. champion what, squirrel cook What state cook was that in, Braden? Arkansas. Arkansas? Yeah. yeah he, listen, was, he was a funny dude, man. Listen, he was good to have on. I'm telling you, this is. Uh, I have already looked at what it's going to take to get there. I have already looked. I want, what I really about, would like to play bingo. Oh, he wants to go out to the uh, Arkansas. He wants to go out to the world's uh, largest squirrel cook-off. Oh, to see the the the, the goats, the, the the fainting goats. Yes, yes, the fainting goat bingo. The fainting goat bingo, dude. That is hysterical. If man. you don't, uh, if you is... don't know what we're talking about, just l- look at last week's podcast. Oh, it and was funny, man. It, He's a funny dude. And he, he said there's hilarious. a little. He said there's a little bit of whiskey going on too, and that's when I said, "Hey, yeah. let's give the goats some whiskey. That'll make it even better." And that may that he may can't calm find the any reaction fa- down. He can't find any fading uh, goats anywhere, or if he does, they don't want to loan them to yeah, him. But, the, but listen, if, if you're planning on going to that event next year, start trying to buy ammo now, because if not, you will be using marbles. Uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, you know, and uh, on that note. I did want to mention that uh, it was heard this past week that uh, there was a meeting in the White House with a lot of the anti, anti-gun anti people who uh, came out with the decisions that's Ar- been leaked Ar- out. That, already? Uh, already? Oh, yeah. Man, you know, that's been on the agenda for a while. But um, apparently they've come to the realization that uh, 
going around and trying to get all the firearms out of everybody's hands is probably not a a very good idea or a very practical one. I mean, it's not going to uh, be an easy chore, especially when you have law enforcement, local law enforcement, uh, mostly sheriffs of counties. Mine who, is Grady Judd. He's awesome. Who will not uh, go with that because it's unconstitutional. They will look at it and say, yeah. Great. yeah. Can you imagine going to Grady Judge and going, hey, I'm going to need your deputies to go knock on everybody's door in uh, your county and see if they have any firearms in the house. He's going to look at me in the eye and go, are you out of your flicking mind? He's yeah. telling them to no buy them. He's going to be like, this ain't Nazi Germany. Are you crazy? I'm not getting my deputies shot for your agenda. There's no way. Yeah. Because you know what? There's going to be that guy who, There'll you know, more than one. Yeah, who's, who's going to be like. They could uh, try to roll in the National Guard. You know, often, though, Braden, I think that that's the reason why they go and do these things is because they want to find that guy, that one situation, that, what is it, Ruby Ridge situation where they can then come in after that and be like, look, we tried the nice way. We tried to go ahead and get everything registered. You wouldn't listen. It's dangerous. We need to take everything. Yeah, but the thing is, is you got to understand in the state of Florida, uh, you, it's not that easy because constitutionally there is no list of gun owners in the state of Florida. It's These lawmakers our, who constitution what? They're not looking state, at the constitution. No, the and state it- constitution. Our state here says that you can't. There's no list. So uh, when the ATF or anybody else needs to find a firearm or find out how it ended up in the hands of the ATF or the law enforcement, they have to go back to the beginning. They have to go. Where it was manufactured, then where it was sent to, what distributor did it go to, where did it get distributed from the distributor, what gun showed, what gun shop did it go to, and then who did it get sold to for the first one through a 4473. And if it gets sold to Justin, and then Justin, when the cops come up, knock on your door and say, Justin, do you own a Smith & Wesson revolver or serial number, biggity, 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 and they go, well, I had one, but uh, I gave it to my brother-in-law. And they go, well, where is he at? And he goes, uh, he's dead. And they go, okay. And that's that's as far as the trail goes. Or I you know, I sold it to a guy who moved out to uh, Nevada and I don't know where he is or how to get a hold of it. What was his name? I think it was like George Thompson or something. I don't know. You could say I, Some I sold guy. it to uh, David Copperfield and yeah. he made it disappear. Yeah. But I mean that should be okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, listen, when I <laughs> you okay, man? You okay? You, you said this magic show and next thing yeah, you know, thirty eight uh, never yep. thirty eight never came yep. back. Chris Angel. Uh, bye bye. So Listen, when I lived you know in New what? York, but when I lived is, in New York, they had all my stuff registered. My shotgun was registered. My totally rifle different. was registered. They had all they had the serial numbers, and and I remember the story that at my fourth renewal, they actually, since I didn't send it certified, they actually uh, said it got lost, so I had to go through the whole process again. So they sent community affairs to my place of business. To pick up my, first they went to my old address, which was my mother's house when I was 18 and lived there. And then they, when she said, police showed up, hey, uh, is everything okay? I'm like, no, send them to the store. So they came to see me at, at the place of business and community affairs. Wanted to pick up my rifle, my shot, whatever I had registered at the time. They wanted me to bring it to the precinct and hand it to them. And I was like... Yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Well, uh, I the, live in New Jersey now. The, the northern states, there's a lot of those where certain states, and especially New York is one of them, where even if you died and you left me the firearms, if you mm-hmm. left me mm-hmm. the pistol and a couple of. De- now, the person who's receiving the guns has to go through the same entire process all over again just to get, uh, you know, Uncle uh, Carlos's yep. guns. Yep. 
Uh, I had a lady who called me one time and she said, what am I going to do? I said, do you live in Florida? She said, yeah. I said, they're your firearms, right? She said, yeah. He left them to my kids and to my husband. I said, put them in the trunk and drive your butt to Florida. Case closed. What else can they do? I had to give them my thing the next day, my uh, expired expired ID. We'll talk more about it when we come back from break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Stay with us. It gets better. It is uh, your time to call if you want to. 888-404-1010. It's 888-404-1010. We'll be right here waiting on you. something new every day welcome back bill george carlos justin Braden, and diego all sitting here in the house hanging out with you this morning I, here from I, the broadcasting i Empire think diego is liking the good old quiet days <laughs> uh, well i'm sure he was but uh before the break we were talking a little bit about uh, the little meeting that seemed to happen at the white house with a lot of uh anti- firearms groups and they came to the consensus that uh, going door to door and trying to get people to give up their guns is probably not going to be the way to do it so let's do it this way let's go after the ammunition because if there is no ammunition then there is no uh, need for a firearm or they will not work very well without them Uh, so there has been a lot of speculation on what may come out of this one of the first ones that people are speculating on is that biden will somehow sign an executive order that is going to halt all importation of ammunition from foreign countries. So no more. Oh, you mean benefit local people, benefit local companies? Probably. Bad? Well, if they is can keep bad? up. If they can keep up. If they can, uh, you know. No, whoa, 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 whoa. I might have to pull my ammo off gun broker. If you look at, right uh, if you look at uh, how, how much Hornady and UMC and Remington and everybody else and uh, anybody else that makes ammunition, critical well, defense, anything else here uh, in the in the United States, they can't keep up with the demand. If you, you go to your demand? local gun shop, we're not shooting that much. We well, don't need your ass if you're shooting that much. For defense, you're not having to defend your home every day. Dude. You just need enough ammo, you know, to shoot five or ten th- rounds, and you're done. What color is the sky in your world, fairy dust? Listen, I mean seriously, I'm in a gun shop every day. If and somebody I'm else would have turned around and said, "Hey, we're going to promote." Uh, U.S.-made uh, products and uh, stop importation of foreign products, you would have been great for it. Go to any gun shop today and see what's behind the counter. No, no I'm just saying that somebody do else, it. you would have been saying, Go do oh, it. Go, go USA, do it. Go USA. Go USA. Wait, wait. I go ha- do it. I have seen some ammo at a Walmart here and there. It's 28 gauge. There's some 16 every once in a while. If you look at most of the uh, stuff that's coming in and that's that's available, that's being sold in most of the stores, you have Tulio, which is a Czechoslovakian one. You have stuff out of Serbia. You have stuff out of Russia, of course. You have stuff out of Poland. You have stuff from Argentina. You have stuff out of Australia. So these are because they're the only ones that have anything available in large quantities that distributors can get and get to their retailers to sell them to the general public. If I went to Hornady tomorrow and said I need 
uh, a pallet of nine millimeter, I would, they would laugh me listen, out off the phone. Listen, all I'm saying is that would get you committed. They would laugh me off the you, phone. You would think that, like I said, and we were just talking about this a minute ago. It all depends on your perspective and and whatnot. If if somebody else would have said to you, "Hey, we're going to limit it to U.S. based companies on something else, surgical masks. We're going to stop buying our surgical masks from China." Yeah, let's go. But when it's ammunition, now all of a sudden, oh, you're putting a cramp in my style. You can't have it both ways. Are you done being an idiot? I'm. I'm not saying I'm. We need to have a lot of ammunition, but I'm just saying. But let little, me ask you hypothetically. Oh, oh, wait so, a second. So wait Shots a fired. Shots so, fired. Let me ask you this. So uh, we should just get back on the oil train, all, all the oil from over across uh, no. uh, uh, the seas. We need to do as best. Did you complain about that when we had it there? We or need did to you... have the best supply chain we can. Justin, Exactly. Okay. And there is no supply chain that's coming out that can meet the needs of but the United States where people. Where possible. Where the companies, we Hornady, UMC, Remington, or anybody else, or Winchester is being able to keep up. Please so they subsidize it. Please so you got people that are coming mark, out of here, please. coming out of, of all these companies. All these countries that are supposedly friends of ours, you know? I mean, you know, come on. I mean, the president's in the... Uh, Pockets of the Russians, you know, or at least he was when he was in office. So why wouldn't we help our friends out? But now you're getting a bunch of Rum- Russian ammunition. Uh, We've always <laughs> had Russian ammunition, but, but well, he, there, might, uh, he might mean we're getting more. Of course, I, I was being sarcastic. I believe about we need the, uh, to become as self-sufficient as possible on anything that's core, fundamental to our well-being. I would be great with that, but okay. the problem is, you can't is find now, primers. You, you can't, can't find, find anything. Brass. You can't Nobody find can anything. keep up with nothing. So the fact is, is that that was one of the solutions was what his first thing would be executive order. It's been on the agenda before. Executive order is to shut down any importation from ammo from any foreign country. Two would be a federal tax that would go on to any box of ammunition that you would purchase so that they can come up with any number they want to. It could be uh, $2, it could be $10. Uh, That's another one that they want to do to slow the stem of, of purchasing of ammunition. And number three would be background checks on every single purchase of ammunition. So any box of 22s, Listen, dude, any 3030, they can't, they can't do that. anything that they you, want to do, you'd have to have a federal background check to be able to go and buy your ammunition. Let me tell you what I think. I have a car, and I, I don't pay a lot for my car because I run it into the ground, and then I'll get another one. But He ain't lying. If, if you turn around <laughs> and you look at the money, go to River Ranch, okay, up there in Pasco County. Um, basically, 98 and um, 50. Look at how many thousands of dollars. I could buy three of my trucks for one of their buggies that they're going to play in the mud with. Sure. Okay? You think $50 a box is going to hurt them on ammunition if they want to go shoot? They are spending discretionary money like crazy. Some people are. Some people aren't. It's the same thing with the fishing. Some people keep a couple of fish. Some people don't. So the thing is, is when you got people who go out and they go and they take their family and they go shooting for the day, you know, they go out there, they come in, they buy a couple of boxes of 9 millimeter, and they're having to spend $62 you oh, know, yeah. for two boxes, which, as you know, with a couple of kids there, dude, they'll burn through that. You'll be there uh, in 20 minutes and you're done. Oh, yeah, and that's back in the day. You know, 22 used to be cheap, and that's where you'd let the kid plink with the 22. And now you can't find now, it. Yeah. 
Well, that's what I'm saying. If if the American manufacturers could keep up with it, that would be a great thing. Because I guarantee you that 89% of the people who shoot guns would rather shoot American-made Listen, ammunition than foreign-made ammunition. All that tells me. Unless it's from Australia all or All that tells me England is there's or, a lot of people shooting if our are. manufacturers can't keep up. They can't. Or there's a lot of people hoarding. It's both. It's both. It, it, it's a little about. And, and you got military. You got law enforcement. You got all sorts okay. of different things. Well, you got to remember, you know? they got contracts for those things, and so they got to keep them first. They got to keep the, ha- the law enforcement and military happy first because those are the ones that cost you the biggest Listen, penalties if you don't fulfill an order. In the last four years, I don't think our military is using much ammunition at no, all it's compared not. to in the previous 16. And in, the, and in the old days, when they had those huge surpluses of ammunition, where did it go to? Where did it go? Auction. It, it went to auction. They got rid auction. of it. They sold it off. Distributors got it, and we ended up with it. We got the blessing of cheap ammo where it was you know, uh, you know, twelve cents a round or whatever it was back then. The day. Well, so now you got it where it's a dollar a round. People are going, man. I, I get people coming. How much for that bucket of nine millimeter right there? And it's like, well, it's six hundred bucks. And they go, well, that's I that's the thing. That. I I turn around, I look at, okay, you got a dollar around, fifty cents around for a nine millimeter, or four dollars around for fifty BMG. And I probably will enjoy shooting that 50 BMG at 500 yards a little bit more than that 9 millimeter at 50 yards. Well, here's the difference. There used to be that that BMG would be handed down, and, of course, it would end up in your hands, and it would be a lot cheaper and a lot fun to shoot. The mandate that's going out now, it's being put out. Don't put that ammunition on the market. As a matter of fact, the Utah arsenal over there that had literally a warehouse full of 50 caliber left over from World War II, they just destroyed every bit of it. They destroyed every single round. Dude, those are like 4 or $5 a round. They destroyed it. They got rid of it, so, uh, you know, it's never going to end up did, in your wait, hands. Now, they, who made that did decision? Did they recycle it, or did they just destroy it? No, they destroyed it. I'm sure they, you know, they popped all the primers and took all the copper and everything, and they'll, they'll make their money off of it. But they made sure that it didn't end up in the hands of private citizens who go out like you and want to go shoot at targets all day. So that's where it starts. And so you're sitting here saying that we haven't shot at anybody in a very long time. Don't tell Listen, me there's not warehouses and uh, warehouses there full of ammunition. A, there is a hardware store I'm in glad, Pennsylvania I'm glad where I'm you in between can rent you guys. a 50 BMG for the day and buy ammunition. You can rent one. Sure you can. You can do it in Vegas. You can do it here. There's certain places that do that. Some people are a little frightened of it from uh, some past events. Where people went in and said, "Hey, I'm gonna go shoot that," and then they went and and uh, you know took their last breaths uh, in a gun range. So it's not a good thing. Alan, good morning. How are you doing? Thanks for calling, man. Hey, good morning. How are you guys? It's called to break up the fight. Yeah, well, oh. yeah. well, I'm in between them, Alan. So that's a good <laughs> thing. All right, man. I, I'm keeping the peace. You know, it's Bill George's job is to be the instigator. You should know that by He's now. The antagonist. He is the antagonist. <laughs> if if you take left, I'll go right. Yeah, yeah. he will. He yep. will. He'll beat you around. <laughs> so what are you doing? What's going on? Uh, sitting at work. It's raining, and uh, you guys are entertaining. You guys are all over the place. I mean, you're just taking on all the social issues today that we care about. Uh. I got a little stock tip for you. What's that? If you want one. Well, I actually sold my Vista outdoor stock, and I'm, I know I'm going to regret it. But You are. Went, so. They just, they just yeah. reported their largest earnings in, uh, in, like in this last quarter was like through the roof. Yeah, but if you made well, money, you're good. I mean, good. don't feel too bad. I, I made 16 bucks a share on it, so I mean, I'm not, 
but I was afraid I was going to not get out in time. You know, you're always hopefully. I'm you know hopefully if it you know if it drops, I'll I'll get back in. No, you made but your profits. You did it one. right. Yeah, yeah, I get, yeah. I did. Yeah, you did. Another one. Uh, the stock symbol is POW. P O W W. And they're an ammo company. Uh, I think they're based out west somewhere, but they just opened a big multi-million-dollar plant in Wisconsin. And on Friday, they signed a letter of intent to buy GunBroker.com. No way. So, yeah. So that one's going to shoot up. It's. Uh, I bought it at last uh, two weeks ago at four dollars. It's up to nine. Uh, it's going to go through the roof, I imagine. That's that's actually pretty cool, man. Uh, that one there. That's that's. A, I think that's a pretty good little merger for those folks. Who do you use to oh, buy? Yeah. Who do you use to buy the the stocks? Uh, I just go through uh, TD Ameritrade. Yeah, he just does it the, the easy way. Pays yeah, another guy to do. I do yeah. a lot of my stuff on something called Weeble, and it's on there. You can you can trade this. There you go. Yeah, you yeah, go to yeah. Weeble. It, it, it was. A, I think it was a good buy at four bucks. It should do do well. So another, uh, it's let, already doubled. It's let, already yeah, already nine thirty, man. Let me let me let yeah. me let me ask you this: What do you about? What do you think about the acquisition of uh, uh, with CZ now uh, purchasing Colt? I mean, uh, I know a lot of people are upset about it because it's a foreign country who's purchasing an American, you know, uh, why, why icon. Why did you look at Bill brand. George? <laughs> uh, Iran brand. Oh, brand. Yeah. No, oh. it's not oh, Iran. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I think that's the only thing that's going to keep a lot of our these gun makers in business. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, are you going to be able to buy a Remington in a couple of years? You know, unless it's used. I, I like to see them stay in business however well they can, just so we have supply. But well, Remington got. I think I, I can't get ammo for the stuff I got. So buying anything new. I mean, I, I caught a deal on a on a on a forty caliber pistol the other day, but I turned it down just because I don't want to get into another caliber. Yeah, because uh, you gotta get. It's like getting another kid. You gotta feed it. We, we know? need somebody like, who had a bunch of extra ammo for a forty, but uh, I don't know if he yeah, still has it. But. but it's just like I, you know, I, I roll pretty much everything I I shoot. I roll my own except for nine mil, and, yep. and so well, you know, I, just, I got enough powder and pride in cases to last me probably into the next generation. So well, good for you. Then or, I mean, that's hard to find. Well, I saw that. I you know when the two previous you know previous administration passed. You know, it was such a hard time getting getting all that stuff. So I bought a bunch of it when it came available again, and I'm yeah. hoarding it. Like, did, did you do your, did you do your own analysis on that, or can you point us to where we can get a good analysis on this? No, I just started digging. It's it's just hard to find. Uh, there's not a lot of ammo companies out there. No, you know, Vista's got a lot of them locked down under their umbrella, which is another reason why I hated to get rid of the stock. But it was just I didn't want to hold on it and then start have it decline, and then and now like I missed my opportunity. So. Well, now I use that money to get into some other things. Let me let me ask you this: the ammo company that you're talking about was a POW, P O W W. Uh, yes, sir. Do you th- is that the one that just purchased the uh, the Remington ammo side of of Remington? Because I know they sold that off to a company, but I don't remember the name of it. Uh, they you had, know, a, they had not, a manufacturing I'm plant, not, and they just brought back I'm not like seven hundred. Not 100 percent certain on that, but they, they kind of do their own thing. They're kind of a specialty ammo company, but I, they're 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 making a lot of money and they're spending a lot of money, which is always to me is a good sign. They're investing and in, in buying gun broker. I think they paid uh, I want to say 240 million for it. Yeah. So they're, wow. they're doing okay. They, and they, like I said, they built, just built a huge facility in Wisconsin, and I've I, mean, I got some family on the wife side up there. So you know, I just I just wanted to invest in ammo, and I I bought you know. I bought Smith and Wesson. I bought Vista Outdoors. I bought um, uh, Sportsman's Warehouse. You know, 
Mm-hmm. And yep. now I'm looking at well, hey, some I, of those I, things. I mean, it just got to be, you know, like, like I said, made my profit and, and got into those other things. Now I'm looking at some some sensible green energy stuff. Um, there's a company called uh, Ocean Power Technologies that makes uh, creates electricity with uh, buoys. I enjoy your spot the tips, of, man. The motion of the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed she didn't so have I any. I that. noticed she didn't have any marijuana stock in there, but that's just me. Just one. Well, well, but I'm heavy on Brown Foreman, which is the parent company. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Well, hey, listen, uh, we got to take a break, Alan. Thanks for the call, man. Go out there and stay dry. Hey, can, I, uh, can I? Can I? Can I call you back maybe? And, and I want to talk about the turkey hunt. Oh, oh well, yeah, hold babe, on. Stay, hold no, on. I just, hold on. I'll put you on hold. Hang on for me. All right, right. we're going to take a break. We'll come back with Alan. When we come back from break, we are brought to you by our friends at Brandon Ford, Big and Wild Outdoors. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Big and Wild Outdoors. Don't go anywhere, Austin. Shut up. Uh, Steve Austin's here in the studio, and Alan's on the phone, and Alan had a question about uh, you wanted to talk some turkey hunting. Well, I got I got Steve Austin in here. He's probably one of the secondary kings of the room when it comes to turkey hunting, so fire away. Awesome. Yeah, I, I made it out to the uh, Wild Turkey Extravaganza last week up there in Webster and, and uh, took my, my 13-year-old. I called you a couple weeks ago about uh, – trying to get him on a turkey and not having any i haven't uh figured out how to work the system on the wmas and the quotas and you know you got to have a master's degree to figure out that crap out but uh bill i think bill had mentioned that he knew it had some spots up in uh up in Richloom that he was willing to share with me and i, I wanted to pick his brain without broadcasting that to the entire world but Tell uh, who they are, bill. we did uh <laughs> i looked i looked for bill i looked for a guy in hawaiian shirt and the only guy I found, I talked to him for a few minutes. He just tried to sell me a snow cone, and that's, yeah. <laughs> snow cone. oh, was was Bill out there uh, selling snow cones on the side? Is that what, is that uh, what you're I alluding to? He got there I late. Yeah. I'll tell you what, uh, we uh, we picked up a, a, a wing phone call, and my 13 year old has been tooting that thing for the last week, driving my wife insane. I mean, but the highlight of the trip was the was the, the mini donut lady with the blueberry donuts. Oh my goodness. Uh, well, uh, Bill says that it wasn't him that was selling uh, snow cones, and uh, uh, if you want to, if you want to leave your number or something like that, I'll have Bill call you a little bit later on. And he can give you the okay. super secret spots I'll of Richland. Uh, we did a, uh, we did drive around a little bit out there um, for about an hour and drove around. There was a lot of stuff uh, burning uh, from the. I guess they're doing some controlled burn. Do, I do a controlled burn still. every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> they, but we go around. We, we we figured out where it got its name because I'm still getting the mud off my driveway. Yeah, you you turn around talking about the turkey stuff. While Steve was in here, I stepped out of the way. But uh, <laughs> I turned around. I made it out to the turkey extravaganza a little bit late due to blowing up a radiator in the morning. You blew uh, out more than your radiator. I blew out more than. <laughs> but uh, I had to get that fixed real quick before I got out there. I got out there towards the end of the the event. So. Um, We'll get your number, and I'll give you a holler. Okay, sounds good. I'll give him a call back. All right. All right, well, let me, I'm going to put you on hold, okay, so that Diego can pick it up okay. and uh, get your number. 
All right. Sounds good, guys. Appreciate uh, you as all always. Right, Adam, yeah, man. Take, care, take man. it easy, buddy. And by the way, we don't give out stock tips here. You know, it's all, <laughs> all <laughs> it's a all big risk. All, all, it's yeah. all a big risk. I'm just putting it out there, man. So Carlos wants to CYA. <laughs> That's all he's doing. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Alan. Hold on for me, man. All right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we are not professional brokers. We're just uh, we're far from that. We're just throwing out <laughs> real some stuff. far. So, uh, Steve, did you sell your uh, stock in CZ, or do you think it's a good idea that now that CZ's taken over Colt? I don't think it's a good idea when anybody's taking over Colt. I mean, <laughs> well, you know like they, they're selling some crappy company. Well, they and CZ did. didn't. I mean, they're guns. Let's face it; they're middle of the road. No, they're not. Nah, I don't think they're that CZ seventy five is legendary. Okay. Be well, safe. they did. Yeah, you you were the one that told me uh, who who was it the uh, that three hundred wind mag I, I bought that the bolt flew off of it the first time. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that? Well, yeah, I do remember. You need that. to buy that. That's the gun right he, there. He got you once. Yeah. Whatever. The uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's telling the, you to buy a three hundred wind mag. Then tells me I don't need no, that. Gonna no, he was going to buy one. But the thing is. Uh, they did a good job with Dan Wesson. People seem to be happy with that and uh, the 10 millimeters and all the stuff that they Where's produced. My neighbor says Dan Weston. <laughs> it is, it's not Dan Weston? No. No, but, uh, yeah, there's a lot of speculation. A lot of people are uh, worried about uh, how Colt's going to go, although some people are saying that uh, now that they produce a lot more revolvers that maybe we'll see uh, the Python and some other things come back, some iconic uh, a lot Colts of pythons out there for sale right now because people, you know, worried about what's going to happen with guns and want the money. And they're expensive. Yeah, they're well, if we get a good freeze, it'll knock them back. Uh, is that what it is? Knock the pythons down? Yeah, sure. You know, the uh, thing that kills me is you got a guy sitting there deciding uh, gun legislation that sits in a room all day, and then they walk in and tell him what he thinks. Yeah, exactly. And am I supposed to sign this in black ink or in blue ink? I, I don't and do, know. And do I get a frozen pop afterwards? Sure. I don't know. Bill selling snow cones. <laughs> snow cones. <laughs> That's what we heard. Well, I, I just hey. I, I wanted to kind of go down through the story, but CZ, if you didn't know, it is true that they have bought Colt. Uh, they got a 100% stake in the company now. They bought it. God, it just seems like it's so cheap. $220 million up front and... Uh, just over a million shares of newly issued common stock. So uh, the revenue they projected is going to be about $500 million. Of course, Colt filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy back in 2013 uh, after they lost a lot of contracts with uh, the military and things like that. They got kind of overextended building the M4s and uh, couldn't seem to catch back up. So after they restructured in 2016, uh, they just have been... Just kind of plodding along. Last year, I mean, it sounds like a lot, but it's not. Colt, last year, they actually produced 29,000 pistols, 21,000 revolvers, and 10,000 rifles. That seems pretty paltry yeah, to me. That's not yeah, that's That should have been in a month. Yeah, I mean, uh, so the their sole U.S. factory over in Connecticut, and they do have one up in Canada, up in Kitchener. Uh, which produces the M4-style carbines and the FN mag, uh, general-purpose machine guns, not only for the Canadian military, but also for, say, or for several NATO countries. I'm full auto, eh? Uh, is that what this <laughs> switch does over there? But now here's the good part. Out of all this, this is the good part. The CZ company, they produced uh, a lot of guns. Last year, uh, CZ announced uh, they're going to import 
20, uh, 40, uh, excuse me, 90 million extension to the plant in Arkansas. So uh, it's a 65,000 square foot manufacturing facility that's going to be completed on approximately 73 acres outside the port of Little Rock. So that means there's going to be a lot of good jobs coming into that area. So that's a good thing, I guess. Got American workers making firearms that are sold here in America, but yet owned by somebody across the pond. Just like when England, what England was it? England that bought Winchester. Who was it? England bought somebody? And everybody went ape. Cra- oh, Smith and Wesson. They bought yeah. Smith and Wesson and went. These people they don't even own guns over there. Oh, Smith and Weston. Like like his neighbor says. You know, you know, I know, I know a guy who, <laughs> who whose father passed away this past summer, and they also left him a car, and. His daughter went up there to get the car, and there were three crates of ammo. Three crates of ammo in the trunk? Well, on the way back. Oh, on the oh. way back. <laughs> <laughs> on the way back. But I, I, I mean all kinds of, if you can think of it, it's in there. You got nice. any 380? You'd be a millionaire. I don't, I don't know what the what the old sergeant was doing. Oh, well, we're going to take a break. It is a Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by Brandon Ford. We'll be back. I just don't know how many. Just don't know how many. Here we go. Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden, Bill George, Carlos the Cuban Redneck, Justin, Diego, and Steve Austin. Yeah. Just hanging out here. Full house today, baby. Who who I just found out is now a new multimillionaire because he brought back a trunk load of 380 ammunition. So congratulations on your newfound wealth. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's one of those ammos nowadays, I think, where you can almost name your price. And, so. you, and you know, my father, 30, 30 years in the military and a lifelong gun collector, so every time I'd open a gun case, I'd just go, <laughs> oh, I need some. When did you get this? Oh, oh, I've had that thing for 50 years. I've never the even thing shot I it. I to hear, though, is, is my nephew, who, well, I don't like him. Uh, <laughs> he's in the military school right now, but. Went up there and talked him out of some rifle, and we don't know which one because my dad had dementia. So we don't oh, know what no. he walked away with. But well, hopefully it was the John Wayne comm- commemorative thirty thirty uh, uh, no, Winchester. Be sweet. Uh, He'd already given him uh, uh, two Weatherbys. Number yeah. number one Henry. Oh, made. Yeah, that would that, would that would be not good. My, a, Win- a Winchester rifle numbered twelve. You don't have any of the old. Did you get any of the old Henrys? Any Henrys at all? No. Because, you know, they're changing everything. They're putting, like, side gates on everything that they make now. I do like that uh, synthetic. Uh, oh, yeah, the X. Oh, 44 mag. Yeah, that's a nice little uh, piece Too shooter right money, there. money, though. Yeah, they want a lot of money for it, that's for sure. That's going to be a, a tough one there uh, to uh, to feed. Can't even find 44s. All right, I'm going to go uh, pop some corn, snuggle up with a good book. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. You no, know, you're gonna count the 380 ammos, which yeah, you're gonna count. You're gonna, gonna be... go. I don't need that stock. I got. I got it right here. You I, know, gonna... I just don't trust like putting an ad on the internet, though. I mean, that would have to be gun broker would be a good spot to do that hey, with. I, I, uh, gun broker, yeah. I bought yeah. some stuff from them. They're, they're, I got they're some pretty stuff on there now. They're pretty, uh, pretty trustworthy. But I will them. say this though about gun broker because it's happened to me twice, and I'm not lying. I've been ripped off. 
twice by a gun store, and I found out one of them in South Carolina. The guy what? basically was down to the bare walls. And what it was, I was just trying to buy some uh, Glock 43 magazines. Right. And he had two magazines. I think it was $52, and they had the extension on there and all that. You know, last day, buy them now, the buy now price. So I went on there and I bought them. Two weeks passed, nothing. So I go on there and Google this guy. He's got people coming in the store threatening him. There's nothing there but the bare walls. So I contact him, contact him, contact him. Keep this in mind because this is, you know, you're dealing with people on the other side of the country. Ain't much you can do about it if they keep your $75. 16-hour drive, man. Go up there and see him yourself. Well, I, I, I finally I told him, I said, look, either cough up the magazines or give me my money back or I'm going to contact the police in that town, and then I'm coming up there to see you with the police. So then after two weeks' worth of messages, he answered that one. Oh, well, they're they're on back order. I said, that's not what you said on uh -huh. You didn't say they were on back order. You said ready to ship. You didn't ship them. He was selling them up front, waiting for his order to come in, and then he'd ship it out. And apparently that's exactly he wasn't getting what he any orders because he owed everybody in America money. Well, and not only that, Glock 43 mags with the extensions are not easy to find no. these days. So, And, and it, it, trust me, if you write, if you email, if you try to call a gun broker, you ain't getting any help. No, no that's you true. You can't even call them. They don't have a phone yeah. number. No. They're not going to help you. And finally, the guy, day before yesterday, because I called him again, I said, I still don't have my money, and I'm starting to get pissed. Well, you know so what? You, I finally did get it, though. You know oh, what? You, you know what? I don't. You, I'm sorry, Brennan. He gave you your money back, though, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Oh, you got that result. I'm just saying, you know, not just gun broker. I'm sure it's all of them. So, are you still looking for Glock 43 yeah, mags with extensions? Okay. Maybe you could trade some 380 ammo for. Well, that that could happen. <laughs> but I tell you one you know, thing: I'm going to see those 43 mags in my hand. Before exactly you know. before the boxes get exchanged. Yeah. yeah oh well, wait, you said entire rounds? I thought you just made empty cases. Here, yeah. here you go. Well, I have the box. You said, do I have a box of 380? Sure. I got the box. It's got a nice picture on it for you. What happened to me is I've had two people do the buy it now, and then they take down your listing. And then that's it. They don't buy it from you. They don't send you the money. And then they tell well, you, "Oh, I don't want, do I don't want it anymore." And then now my listing's down. I gotta go take the pictures back again, again, do it all over. Yeah, that's yeah. a pain. And by now, though, you can you can say, you know, you have to pay now. Yeah. Do that so that they can't do that to but you. But gun broker takes their fee also once that happens, and then you get your monthly statement. And then you know, I'm gonna Just spend time trying to get ten bucks. Nah. Yeah. Well, you know. I let them keep it. Trust me, man. If you wanted to get rid of it, I know a guy. It's all I, it's all good. I know Gunbroker has a lot of cool stuff on there, but I'm just saying beware because they can't be responsible for some nub nut in Arkansas who's decided he's going to rip Oh, you they're off. all the same. Guns America. They're, they're all the same. Poor Arkansas. No. No, not Joe Wilson. Georgia. Joe Wilson's over there. If man. Arkansas sunk, no one would mind. <laughs> oh, sunk <man>. where? <laughs> If it just Steve. fell into the earth, people go, oh, well, sorry. Hey, that popcorn's <laughs> getting cold. That popcorn's getting cold. <laughs> When's the last time you know anybody said, hey, I took the family and went to Arkansas for a <laughs> I was just talking about going He's there. Gone. He Honey, wants to go. No, no. Bahamas, Europe. Arkansas. <laughs> did you hear? Did you hear the guy last year call or last week calling about the uh, championship? Joe, Joe Wilson. Joe Wilson contest? called him from the uh, Squirrel World Champion Squirrel uh, Cookoff. Ooh, eat a rodent in no, Arkansas. No, no, no. Great logo, logo. They're going to have bingo. They're going to have a bingo game. They're putting in what five painting, painting goats, painting goats in and, a ring, and they're with giving squares. them whiskey. No, no, and they're putting in a vertically challenged individual. 
to scare the goats, and whatever number they fall on, you win. Now is- that's entertaining. <laughs> you see? We love it. I like this. I like okay. the fainting goats. That's in Arkansas. Happy. I got in trouble in Lakeland for making a fainting goat keep fainting. Yeah. They asked me to leave. Well, the thing is, is that if you're the owner of the fainting goats, and you can go out and scare them and make as much fun and, and laugh and giggle all you want to. Joe can't find anybody who will let him have goats because they say, what are you going to do with them? And he tells them what he's going to do with them. They're like, no, you're not going to do that with my goats. And he's like, what? They they faint. What's what's the big deal? But, you know, let's be honest. (laughs) If if Arkansas seceded tomorrow, would anybody even notice? Some, somebody would. The Clintons. I mean, the Clintons would say, take the Clintons with you. Yeah, the Clintons. Okay, there's a good example why we shouldn't have Arkansas. Mississippi Take might miss them. I don't. I don't Mississippi's know. Mississippi's cool state. Uh, yeah, they well, sunk. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, <laughs> Alabama. I hate because of the Crimson Tide, but it's a beautiful state full of giant deer. I no, did well, not true. have. <laughs> yeah, I did not have sexual <laughs> relations with that one. Did not have. <laughs> I'm just saying it's Arkansas. The show's just gone oh, down. Man. We've gone all, we all over out. the map today, man. <laughs> See, that's what happened when Justin comes in here. He throws a monkey wrench all over I'm the place. It's a fun show. It yeah. is a fun show. Yeah. And we're not talking over each other. Bill, feel better. And you don't talk over each other when I'm in here. When Daddy's in the room, <laughs> <laughs> we play that's nicely. That's because we got scolded during the break. Well, we did. Hey, I'm just trying to make you guys sound better. I'll listen to the show. Thank you. Dork, well, we thank appreciate you. that. And please email commissioners at myowc.com and tell them you want to turn around out and get out there with your grandson and catch a couple of fish to take home to eat. Oh, I think that's a good idea. I do need to talk to you about something. So uh, okay, bye-bye. I got a big, <laughs> big celebrity. Big. Okay. Oh, Hollywood huh? celebrities wanting to come in and kill some hogs, but he wants to do it in a private place. Okay. But I'm, if I told you who it was, you'd go, no! On the down low? You tell Johnny Depp I only take his phone calls no, every on a Saturday or Friday. Is it a sports figure or is no, it a uh, movie type guy? Oh, D- DL then. DL. Are they already in town? Because nope. they've been going no, to the little lamb. like six, eight weeks. And it went some, somewhere private. People aren't going to be. Kevin Spacey? No. God, I don't want to get in the woods with that guy. No. Are you kidding? He, he hunts. He just never killed a hog. And, and somebody actually gave him my phone number. Well, that's and nice. When he called me, I went, no, it isn't. Well, I, that's the reason I asked you if he was in town because you know Bart's working up at the Little Lamb, you know the the bistro up there, and I see that. And every night he comes home and he goes, "Guess who came in tonight? Guess who came in tonight?" And it's like Celebrity Central all of a sudden. Yeah. Well, they're they're way, all they're very nichey. Maybe I shouldn't have said anything because now everybody's gonna be out the front with their little autography things. <laughs> you yeah. know. Can you sign that? No, can but that, there's it? social distancing. You can't <clears> do that, man. But I can stand on the sidewalk. Can't say crap. Well, I you Make know, do I, that. Mean, I, I was shocked, but he he wants to kill pigs. All right. They all do. All right. Well, yeah. we'll, we'll figure out something. Bill, feel better. All right. Appreciate it. All right. Get Thanks out. for stopping by, Steve. Get oh, out. Don't, get evil, and I'll come back. <laughs> Bring some of that popcorn, man. All right. And a good book. See you later, Mike. <laughs> now was, you don't take a break. That was good. That now was you're going to leave us there hanging uh, for four that, minutes. That was funny. Steve. Got the big disruptor. Well, well, Between least, him and Justin in the room broke, together? At least he broke up the fight with you guys, you and Bill. We weren't fighting. We were having a heated discussion. Yeah, I know. I know. I keep him in the peace. I love him. It's no big deal. I it's know. just like brothers. Sooner or later, I know. you know. We, me and you fight. I fight with As him. long as it ain't Cain and Abel, you know, as long as it don't end up that way, we're all Listen, good. He knows whatever side he takes, I'll just take the other side. Exactly. I know. Not. You do that to me constantly. You drive me insane. Yeah. What does he drive? A hunk of junk. A Chevy. So do I. Yeah. 
You got to have a contrarian in the room. What yeah, kind of exactly. radio show is it if we all sat there and went, yep, I agree. Yep, you know what? Yep, you're I agree. Abso- <laughs> keep saying the word absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You're absolutely well, right. Justin, absolutely. You, Justin, absolutely. you know I bring the flavor, man. Absolutely. I know, man. Yeah, that, the heat. Bring that heat. heat, baby. All I know is that the WWC said we want to give you back all your closures right now. I won't turn around and argue with you and try and talk you out of it. <laughs> I won't do that. <laughs> that was one, that's one argument. He'll be like, oh, okay. Just Justin, yeah, I'm good with that. like I said before, when they were arguing, don't don't say swift mud, don't say stakeholder. Those are the trigger words for Braden. And Paul Meadowflat. <laughs> Look at his face. I wish people could see his face. Coming up after the break, swift mud. <laughs> no, when we come back from break, we will be talking about uh, some changes here in the state of Florida when it comes to uh, ownership of a firearm. I wanted to get uh, Bill George's and uh, Justin's uh, take on a one story I have out of Pennsylvania. And it seems like that uh, I may get my opportunity, but yet not so much, to go and kill a Bigfoot. Man, you hey, came prepared. Look, he's what, got a bunch of sheets. Hey, yeah. Did you, uh, did you pay over. attention to the big snake they just got? Yeah, they got south? it up in Hillsboro. They What's got that? it up here. They got one up here this far north. Uh, down in Hardy or something? Yeah, there's somewhere. a 16-footer. Also, yeah. also state record in New York and Long Island, 197-inch uh, deer Long was taken. Long Island. Yep. Yeah. In a 20-acre property. Yeah, <laughs> somewhere on Long Island. Yeah. Long Island. And then, of course, uh, my buddy uh, uh, Chris across the street, lives across the street from our buddy Dean Earl. Apparently, there was a six-and-a-half-foot uh, iguana somewhere up in a tree that he was watching, wanting to see if the tempers were going to drop and fall out. Down here? Yeah, right up the right Shore Acres. And he's, like, he's like, uh, this has to be a pet or something. I don't know how this thing got up this far north. We're surrounded by water. He, uh, he tried to catch it, and he said, man, I can't catch this thing, man. This, they're fast as lightning. And I said, I got a 22 short that'll catch it. <laughs> I didn't get a response for that one, so. Maybe maybe they disagree. Hey, you can use that blowgun that Tim Wells has. Blowgun? Yeah. Nah, 22 short. Done. Yeah, that, makes, Out. that makes noise, man. Boom, we're done. And then you can show me how to cook it up. Well, no, you got to get somebody else for that one. I thought you had it. I thought you already cooked it. The what? The, the, your big iguana hunt. I thought that you already knew how to do all that stuff. No, nah, no, we haven't. Me and Bill haven't done that yet, man. We got to go with Brian Wood down. We got to wait till. What w- the heck? Jonathan, when Jonathan is back, yeah, we, regular. we can't go. Then you're gonna be here by yourself. Well, you Justin can bring Justin. Justin you can bring Diego's Steve. here. Yeah, okay, all right. Well, I mean, you know, there's people around. We'll go on sabbatical. There's okay. plenty of guys right. standing on US 19 that says they'll work for food. I could just pick up two or three of those guys and bring them in the studio. We're all good. That's where you found me just the other exactly. day. Exactly. Yeah, well. Justin got in he here. He didn't want my opinion. Hey, so. man, you want to go work for a couple of Big Macs? Sure, man. Hop in. Okay. So it works. It's your show. It is big and wild outdoors. Hour three is right around the corner. If we are here. Yeah. Uh, we're brought to you by our good friends over at Brandon Ford. Stay right there. We'll be right back.